Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Little accomplishments that mean a lot. Celebrating, Celebrating those accomplishments. The small things. Can you think of one recently? That I did celebrate or that was an accomplishment? Or, or, or let me ask you this. Can you think of any what other people may consider a small accomplishment, but it means a lot to you? Um, I can think of a couple things. One would be like every day that I abstain from alcohol, I feel like is an accomplishment. I think that's, I think that's big. I think that's a big big accomplishment. Every time I hit one of those milestones, I feel like it's a big accomplishment. Um, But every day that I choose not to let alcohol back into my life feels like an accomplishment for me that I celebrate just kind of internally every night. Right. Sure. Um, My other one is I started uh, offering a newsletter, like a style newsletter and I, I got some subscribers and it's not a huge amount of subscribers, but I put it out there and people subscribe to it. And that felt like a win. Well, I think that you're, well, talk about it real quick. Tell people what you're doing. Uh, well, so I, I'm doing this um, personal styling business, um, but it's really more about educating women. And I'm, I'm working specifically with women right now, but it's about educating women um, about what their personal style is and then learning how to shop in a really um, a really intentional way. So you're not just buying things and filling your closet with things you're not going to wear. So my first newsletter is called the fall fashion strategy and it's about uh, taking stock of what you already have, identifying needs that you'll have for the upcoming season and then shopping really intentionally for those items that you'll actually wear. Right. So yeah. Because through your life, as long as I've known you, people have always been impressed by your style and have asked for your assistance. Yeah, and it's not really at all about teaching people how to dress like me. Right. It's teaching them how to dress like them and in a way that they'll feel really good whenever they get dressed. Because, well, I think it's all about freedom of expression. Yeah. Right? And, and dress to dress to however you need to, to make yourself feel good. Exactly. And, and understanding how you want to feel when you're wearing the clothes that you're wearing and the story that your clothes are telling to the people around you and empowering women to, um, gain that knowledge and understand it and then act on it and dress accordingly. And that doesn't mean you have to wear gowns and that doesn't mean you have to wear business suits. It's like whatever it's fashion is very personal and style is very personal. Right. And um, I think that a lot of us have gotten lost at just like buying trends off of fast fashion racks and trying to make those trends work for us when there's nothing wrong with trends, um, but they don't always work. And it's like understanding what's going to work for you. Sure. So it's a lot deeper than just, Close. So anyway, so if I started some, a newsletter. If somebody wants to subscribe to that newsletter yeah. or follow you online, how do they do that? So you can search Jess B underscore styleology 
Um, shout out to my friend Emily. There you go. For helping me come up with that name because I think it's so catchy and I love it. So it's Jess B Styleology on Instagram. And there's a link in my bio to sign up for the newsletter. And then in the newsletter, you find out more about kind of what my course looks like. But you have, and your you're following on Instagram is rapidly growing. It is. It is well. Yeah. It is. So is there any other personal accomplishments? So those would be mine. Those would be my two recent ones. How about you? What about, well, let's, let's first oh, talk about okay. what, what, okay. What about on professional level, perhaps is there um, anything you've done this past week or recently even that yeah. you feel good about? I do. Uh, we developed a video, um, to help. I work for a commercial construction company and we, I developed a video to help our subcontractors navigate one of our, uh, computer software programs. And it was something that um, the company had identified that they wanted to do for some time. And it was just kind of figuring out how to, how to do it. Um, and I did it and I worked with a lot of different departments, um, to create it. And then I produced it and, um, and now we're using it to help our subcontractors understand our platform and make their life easier and make some of our employees' lives easier. And I was really proud of that. I, I, I agree because I know how hard, hard you guys worked on that yeah. and how it was something that was needed. It was needed and yes. it was um, it felt like a really big task, but we just kind of bit it off chunk by chunk and made it happen. Anything else? That's that's what comes to mind right, right off the top of my head. Because I kind of caught you off guard. I, yeah. you, you haven't really had a chance to prep this conversation. But this Although is fun. I, and I think everyone should take a second to to think yeah. about these questions because they're you're probably doing a lot more than you think that you should be celebrating. Well, people don't give themselves enough credit. No, they don't. Right? They don't. because And, and it all started with something very simple yesterday. I, for the first time, I believe in my adult life, finished a head of iceberg lettuce <laughs> and didn't throw a bit of it away. Now, now that sounds, I know that sounds funny and it, it trivial, but I cannot tell you the times that I have thrown, and I hate to even admit this, now, I understand that you're only dealing with a couple of dollars here, but I have thrown entire heads of iceberg lettuce away because I bought them with the intent of using them for something and never they never got used and they don't last forever. I finished an entire bag of spinach ones. There you go. And I like posted it on my Instagram and I was like, uh, no autographs right now, um, but this is a pretty big milestone in my adult life. So the, I get it. I totally right. get it. The reason I bring that up is because one of my goals recently, I would say through the summer, since being self-employed at home now, I have done my best and I'm really embracing this, don't waste. Mm -hmm. Because in the past, and if I think specifically with people who have kids too, this happens a lot, right? You try to plan for what's going to come up throughout the week or you're shopping at the wrong time and you get overly ambitious and mm -hmm. just buy mm -hmm. things. Hit me. Right? I do that as well, but... So I'm trying to not waste. So I, I get up yesterday after sleeping in because I was like, my body got to a point where if you work out so many days in a row, right? You know, you know how you start to feel. Oh yeah, and your, your life, body does need to rest. It just gets, you know, and, and I believe in active recovery, by the way. That means don't lay on the couch the whole day. But, <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you just got to take a day off from the gym. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I got up. And uh, I saw I had some leftover smoked salmon 
in the fridge, which I love. It's one of my favorite snacks. And it's some iceberg lettuce. I'm like, I can throw together some healthy snacks, use all of this up. Uh huh. And then when I was done, the salmon was gone and the iceberg lettuce was gone. And I was like, I don't know if I've ever done that with the lettuce specifically. Uh, and I know that seems like a small it's thing. It's not though. I get it. But I was like, oh my God, finally, I think I'm figuring this out because I made a conscious effort throughout the week, whether it was tacos or this or mm-hmm. that, to use it. And I thought, I'm not going to waste that, right? So I made some uh, low-carb salmon lettuce-like wraps, and uh, that oh, was yeah. my, my lunch snack. I um, I just thought of another one. I meal prepped on Sunday. I made four lunches because I looked ahead at my week, and I saw that I only had one lunch meeting, um, and that was the United Way luncheon on Wednesday, which was lovely. Um, and I prepped my four lunches, and today's Friday, so today I will eat my fourth lunch but that means that I actually used the food that I made for my lunches this week. Right. And it was so convenient to have those in the fridge and just be able to grab them and know that my lunch was accounted for. And I probably (laughs) saved like a hundred dollars too. Right. Because, and I'll have to admit, I didn't say anything throughout the week, but I saw them in there and I was like, Oh God, I ate them. I hope she's going to use them. And I saw a couple yesterday. Yep, I Still took one. There. I came home for lunch yesterday. Yeah. Grabbed one, took it back to my office, and now meal, today, today I will eat my my fourth meal. Prepping is a is a big thing. It's such a God. We could do a whole it, a whole podcast we, on this. We should sometime. because it's. I'm gonna digress for a second and go back to my fashion thing because it's really about being intentional and paying attention, and that's what I think. Uh, is a huge key to success in so many areas, whether it's your food, like knowing what your schedule looks like and anticipating what those needs are going to be and prepping meals or knowing what your style needs or fashion needs are going to be and anticipating those and, and being prepared. Like there's just so much that stems on being intentional and paying attention when it comes to being successful. <laughs> right. Oh, you know? there's not even a question. And again, meal prepping like you did, even though it may be considered a small accomplishment to have those four yeah. or five meals put together, look what the payoff it was. was. Huge for, it was huge for my week. It was huge for um, not spending money on you know, $20 lunches every day because right. that's how much lunch costs it's, now. It is expensive it's, to eat it's, out. It's a lot. Right? And and to be fair to our friends in the hospitality industry, they are dealing with the same price increases oh, that we are. So, I totally yeah. get it. But it's just like, I don't need to spend that much every day on right. lunch. And it's also um, better for my nutrition. Absolutely. Like, I, I mean, ground turkey, um, there's vegetables in it, there's rice. I've been putting spinach in it. Like I'm getting a lot more intentional nutrition that way too. So just- that small step of preparation has helped me in a lot of different areas of my life. And if you think about that, that can happen in a lot of different ways. Well, right here, here's the, the reason I like to bring this up on a Friday morning is it's so apparent to me anyways, that a, a lot of people strive just to get to Friday so they can be like, wow, the week's over. Now I can, now I can un- unload and, and go crazy because it's Friday and Saturday night. And then they get depressed on Sunday again because they look at Monday through Friday as as a task they need to just. Oh, not, we got through the yeah, week. Yeah, right. It's just it's that. And then, you know, again, it goes back to kind of the uh, 
the sober curious movement was, it's sad to me that people, and I, I looked at myself like that too, that they get to Friday night and then they reward themselves for even if it's a productive week, they reward themselves by just punishing their body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's so I don't, true. It's, it's, I mean, I, I would say don't get me started, but do get me started because it is a big thing and that movement is going to continue to grow. And we've, we've heard, from, we're going we're gonna to hear from more people by the way, that are getting on board with that. We've, We've got heard some exciting from a lot stuff. of people who yeah. are like, okay, I'm going to give this a try. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you're one of the individuals, maybe this was your first week. Maybe you've made it, maybe you've made it through a day or two where you've decided to opt away from going into the fridge and grabbing a beer or a glass of yeah. wine or a seltzer or anything like that. And you, you went for something else. Maybe it was just a glass of water right? Or, or a healthier snack. That's absolutely something you should be celebrating. And that's absolutely, again, an example of something you should celebrate. I, I actually heard somebody say this one time that a great way to get to Friday and have a different view on the weekend is when you start your week on Monday morning, when you get up, start documenting every day little accomplishments because you'll forget about many of them, Mm -hmm. but write them down. And then when you get to Friday morning, look at that list of accomplishments and concentrate on that versus uh, any of the obstacles or things that were not as perhaps thing. They they, they weren't as uh, enjoyable. Right. Or like, Oh, this is all the stuff I didn't get done. Right. The negative. Right. Don't yeah. con- don't concentrate yeah, on the when negative. You, when you think about well, the wh- what about all the things like you that you did get done? You, right. It, it's kind of like that. Uh, kind of you said it on a on the podcast the other day, and you were like, "Yeah, they they took this statistic of like twenty five per oh the people who quit their jobs. Yeah, it was the Great Resignation. Yeah, and it's Some, like it was, I'm, I'm not going to name the company or or the the publication, but the 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 article was basically oh. 25% of the people that were part of the great, great resignation rue the day that they quit their jobs. And it was funny because they got trolled so well, yeah, hard. It's like you're focused. Oh my God. They didn't think about that before they put it up because everybody was like, so you're saying 75% right. of them made the right decision, right. right? Three out of four people glad they quit their job. I mean, that's exactly what it came down to, but it was just a matter of how you look at it. Well, it's, perception and like what you focus on grows. So if you're always focused on like the two bad things that happened in your day, then that's what you're going to focus on. And that's, and that's what you're going to notice. And that's what you're going to recognize is the bad stuff. But when you're pointing out the wins, even if they seem small, like they're wins and then you find more wins and more wins. It's like the gratitude journal. When you're writing down things that you're grateful for, you're always looking for things to be grateful for and paying attention to them. A great example of this is a young lady who recently had the opportunity for perhaps the make or break moment as far as being a superstar in her life, and her name's Leslie Grace, she was gonna be the new Batgirl. People have been talking about this movie for two years, right? The pandemic slowed it up, all of these things. Michael Keaton was returning as Batman, Bruce Wayne in this movie. There was all of these guys that had signed on to film this, and it was gonna be this big blockbuster, part of the Marvel series, right? And for some odd reason, Warner Brother 
Warner Brothers and HBO Max has just scrapped it. The whole thing. The whole at $90 million worth of production gone. No real explanation yet. Right. But I feel for this girl, Leslie Grace, right, who had her moment. Now, granted, she's famous as it is. She has done some other stuff less significant, I would say, in the eyes of most people. But she's in the industry. But she this was going to be her moment. Mm -hmm. And upon it getting scrapped, she, I think, ultimately was just pressure to hear something from her. And she posted online and she talked. She posted a paragraph talking about all of the good things that came from this and meeting the people and developing the relationships and getting the time on set and understanding what it was like to go to, 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 she still got to be at this level. Oh yeah. Yeah. And she, she took the most positive, I mean, of anybody because there's always this doom and gloom stuff, right? Uh That everybody's been talking about, even the major networks. It's all they've been talking about is, Oh God, they wasted $90 million, this, that, whatever. And uh, her as an individual, this could have been her. Th- I mean, this is like one of those moments. Sure. But now I'm convinced. Oh. I am convinced she's going to get another shot, obviously, because she's somebody you want to work with. Yeah. And like when things that's a, such a good example, because there's no doubt that she was disappointed. Oh, there's of course, you know, and it, you can be disappointed and sad and angry and, and, and you can have all of those feelings and still look for the good in a situation. Right. I, you know, I, like they're not mutually, it's not toxic positivity. Like you can still have those feelings of disappointment, but then you can like choose another feeling yeah, and, and look for the good. She's going to be somebody immediate. I, the first thing I thought of, because you and I spent all, you know, I've almost three decades for me in, in broadcast and the entertainment industry. And you always look for people that are positive and have that, that mindset because you need that because If you take any other route with entertainment, people don't want negativity. You, even on your worst days, you have to bring a positive attitude Mm -hmm. and you learn to do that. Right. And it's a good, I think it was a good lesson to to bring into life after radio. Definitely. Right. And it was, that was one of the, again, the positive things as, as it began to decline towards the end of uh, our, our broadcast career I, I always look back and think well there's so many things I learned and I wouldn't be doing what I am today without it no for sure right and, and I don't regret the time that we spent there no um but it did get harder to yeah well anyway but it, yeah that, that's a whole nother story <laughs> but again she took like everything good that she could possibly uh-huh. think of and she wrapped it all up into one quick paragraph and I thought now that's a positive thought pattern so yeah if going back to our, our our point here, if you at the beginning of the week, if you start documenting all the things that you do throughout the week that you feel like you've made, even if it's the smallest accomplishment and you get to the end of the week and you look at that list versus thinking about, oh, God, I weathered this and that and blah, 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 blah. Right. Yeah. Then you will you'll start to take a a, a new approach to things like right? small progress Mindset. is still progress. Right. Or small progress is still progress. Like if you made a goal that you were going to go to the gym three days yeah, and you did it, that like, was, 
Heck right? yeah. Good for you. That is one of the things, you know how I hate compliments directed at myself. Yes. Right? I've, uh, through my career, I couldn't stand it. That might be something you need to I know. With, you know I know. But so once in a, so it's hard for me to even talk about things that I've accomplished that I'm proud of, right? That's because I don't really, but, but bringing that, your point up, sticking with, you know, I'm in five months into my health and fitness and I'm feeling better and better and better, even though, you know, and, and I knew this would be a long process, right? And I'm thinking a year down the line, but I'm five months into that now and I'm thinking, okay, I've made it this far and now I'm more motivated mm-hmm. and I feel like, you know, cause when you do, you take that first step, it's so hard. Oh yeah. And, and even the first couple of weeks and you feel like God is, am I ever going to get there? And it takes a while before you'll start to see and feel that progress. And I have been. So this past week, like on Thursday, I was like, God, I, you know, that's like five or six days in a row. now I'm like, I got to take a day off because yep. I was feeling a little bit down, but I'm not going to feel down about it. Because I could tell by the middle of the day yesterday, I was like, God, this feels pretty good. I'm giving my body a chance to rest. And your body needs that and it's thanking you. And today you probably feel a ton better. So I finished a head of lettuce (laughs) without having to throw any of it away. I don't think I've ever done that before in my adult life. And now I know what my mom complained about. And uh, yeah, my health and fitness and and getting to the gym and staying focused on my nutrition and things like that. That's some of the small accomplishments that I've had. I think through the week. Anything else that you can think of? The reason I, nothing comes to the top of my mind because I didn't write it down. Yeah. You probably have a lot more things. right? Because there's, you know, there's a lot of the, even, I mean, we all have struggles. We're human. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up for that. Even if you make mistakes, right? Remember that. That's another, that's another accomplishment. You should probably, and a, and a compliment that you should give yourself. If you're not beating yourself up every time you make a mistake. So true. Right? So true. I heard somebody uh, this past week uh, talk about how, you know what? Everybody says you're always in search of happiness. That's what we're all after. He said, that's the wrong approach. Yeah. It really is. Don't look for happiness. He goes, that will be a byproduct of you finding your meaning. Yep. So when you find what you're meant to do and, and, and your path, the happiness will come. But if you're just looking to just get happy, you'll never get there. It's not going to happen. You can't buy yourself happy. You can't work yourself happy. You can't. You can't do it. Skinny yourself happy. None of it. No. No. So I I I heard um, on a podcast a a guy was talking about uh, similar to to what you're talking about, and it was like make a list of everything that make that that you you feel happy while you're doing it or experiencing it. Uh, you know, I, I feel happy when I play with my dog. I feel happy when I take my kids to the park, whatever they are. Just write down as many as you can think of. And then every day make a conscious effort to do as many of those things, fit them into your lifestyle as you can. But it's so easy to forget. So that's why it's important write it down. to go back and do the old fashioned journaling. Pen, and, does, pen it, and paper. And and it doesn't, your brain doesn't compute it the same if you put it no. in your phone on your notes app. No. You have to take a pen and a piece of paper and write it down. So uh, there's something you can do for yourself to start this weekend. If you're out and about, find yourself a journal, right? Yes. Make splurge on yourself. Treat yourself to like the most beautiful or the most modern or the most leather journal you can find. Right, right. Well, or whatever, just something that you can have for yourself. And then when we have this discussion a week from now, 
I would like people to get up on Friday morning, look at that, and then be like, wow, this is now this is a great way to look at the past week, look forward to the weekend, and then again, as I begin Monday, mm-hmm. rather than the Sunday scaries, I will look forward to moving and finding more positive small things that I can do. So good. I love yes, it. Yes. So. I love it. And uh, what was it that a... Uh, that Buddha was was it a Buddhist? <laughs> I listen. First of all, I am open open to, uh, and this is something that has come, I think, later in my life. But I'm open to everybody's faith. I like to listen to them and what inspires them, right? And I understand that it's a big world, even though it seems smaller in this digital age. But there's a lot of people with a lot of different beliefs, and I like a lot of the Buddhist beliefs right because mm-hmm. they are really about reaching that nirvana and and not so much about self absolutely but was it it's something about god i read this somewhere and it was it was something about if you light a lantern for someone else it will help brighten your own path oh. so and that's something to think about yes. because sometimes that small accomplishment you may have done something for somebody throughout the week and made a bigger impact than you even know. Yeah. And it, God, it could be something like you held the door for somebody and maybe they were having a terrible day and that act of kindness brought them a smile right. or reminded them that like there are people out there who care. I mean, right. It can be that small. Right. So on that note, we want you to have a good weekend. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you're in the market for mindful essentials, I was, I was going to talk about my friends at heat. Well, yeah, I know. No, we, we bring that up because I know, because, I know how much you love that. Yeah. Right. And, they, and they do have, um, okay. So I'm talking about heat salon and studio. Um, it's right up uh, off of Madison Avenue in Mankato, but they have, um, some beautiful pieces that are really focused on wellness, like uh, meditation stones and sleep masks and um, room sprays and candles that you can just really like take a moment and appreciate your surroundings and be intentional. Um, Silk pillowcases, beauty tea, just all of these things that like you can treat yourself. And when you're doing your mindfulness practice or your positivity or your gratitude journal, you can like make it special, like right. brew a beautiful cup of, of tea and like light a candle and, and really experience it with all of your senses and heat salon and lifestyle studio has the products to help you do that. And as long as we're going down that road, I, I have talked about how working out and eating healthier and just leading a healthier lifestyle has really changed my life along with, uh, com- consuming, zero alcohol Mm -hmm. throughout the entire year going back to Christmas day of last year. All of that has been a big part of it, but I would challenge people who are like, God, you really have changed, right? The people say that to me all the time. I'm like it, it, a a big part of it. A big part of that first step was going up and having a conversation with John at JP fitness here in Mankato. I'm telling you it will it will do wonders for you because we're all individuals and it's not throwing your $10 or $20 or whatever a month away that they're just going to yank out of your bank account. You're going to get an individual expert approach to you as an individual, right? right. Yeah. And I can't say that word enough because everybody's different. Individual. You are different than everybody else. They'll find out who you are, where you want to be, and then help get you there. 
Right. Yeah, whether it's through personal training one-on-one, the group fitness classes, or just using uh, the state-of-the-art facility that they have and and experiencing the JP Fitness community, which is a huge part of being a member there. It's a big, a big part of it is the positive approach and the mm-hmm. encouragement. And again, people, for me, who actually know what they're talking about, yeah. right? They really do yeah. get it. So uh, I'm telling you, the whole crew up there, fantastic. They have a great a great, a great staff. That's what makes a great place, right? You have a great staff, and he's done a good job with that. And then when you uh, decide you want to do something a little else for yourself, stop by and just head right up on Madison and see uh, Aaron and Matt and the guys at Jay Long's. I have to get in there because I've been telling myself this for weeks, but with Clara, it's not as much fun. And I know that you guys this weekend have a trip planned. Yes, we have a bridal shower in the Twin Cities right. on Sunday. And I just want, I want to get some new shorts and, and workout gear. Yeah. And, and along to the fine men's clothing and women's that they have, they're a lifestyle shop. And they were one of the first people to bring athleisure, quality athleisure to southern Minnesota, specifically here in our, our hometown of Mankato. So I need some Lululemon and Biore shorts and a couple of shirts because now that I know I'm sticking with this, I hate doing laundry every single day. Yeah, you need day. clothes that fit you. Right. And by the way, their uh, summer sale is 50% off right now. And now you can shop online, jlongs.com. These are, all, so right. about. These are all things that you can do for yourself. Again, treat yourself this weekend. And remember... I want I want everybody to do this. Get the journal or find something around the, around the house that you can pen your thoughts on. It can on. be an old legal pad. Yes, it doesn't matter. I recommend buying something pretty, but it can be a legal pad. Just pen to paper throughout the day, though. Now, if if you're not if you don't if you don't have it with you, give yourself a quick voice memo with your phone. Yeah. I don't care what you do. Do something so at some point. During the day or in the evening or in the morning, you can write down these little things that you're doing that mean a lot. It doesn't always have to be a big splash, no. right? But little things add up throughout the week. And if you if you concentrate on those and, and, and you think about that, and then you look at that at the end of the week and be like, my God, look what I did right, Monday. Like I've really done yes. something. Yeah, good stuff. And it's the stuff that will stick with you. I've officially become the person with a journal in their purse. By there the you go. There's nothing wrong like, with that. Sometimes you never know when inspiration will strike. You you, just that's right. Gotta have it. Along the same way as what, and I've done this with radio and now with our podcast for years, people always ask me, how do you come up with these topics? And I'm like, I, I don't sit down necessarily. Throughout the day and throughout life, things happen. And I always try to think of things that are relatable to everybody. And then we'll have that discussion. So I pen them down. Yeah, you got to be able to flow. You can't force it because when you're sitting there like, let's come up with something to talk about, it's almost impossible. Right. So as cliche as it sounds, as we head into the weekend, take care of uh, yourself and take care of each other. We'll be back. And remember to start journaling. We'll be back Monday morning at 6 a.m.